TQ, we aim to inspire trust through providing individuals with the tools needed to test and prove for the art in real time. Today, we're talking about AR and how it's growing and changing in all sorts of ways. Leader and innovator of the AR world, Joe Matson, talks about his company and how he landed in the AR community. My name's Joe Matson. I own a company called Gallant Rogue, um, and we mainly produce augmented reality experiences for locations. So um, what projects have you recently worked on? So recent projects, well, <laughs> as far as a kind of like location, it's been very, very quiet. So we've been doing actually a lot of training platforms. So we've been working behind the scenes with manufacturers, um, developing mostly VR, actually. So VR training has taken off in a big way over the last year and a half, um, especially within uh, the manufacturing sector. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, what's been happening is that home training has obviously been kind of increasing. Um, And due to the retention rate of VR learning, which is very, very high, um, they're opting to switch. So companies such as PwC have obviously switched over. Um, Accenture um, announced, I believe it was yesterday, I want to say, just because that's when I saw the post on LinkedIn, but it could have been Monday, um, that they're also... um, Switching to a a kind of full virtual reality training system. yeah, so things are kind of uh, moving forward, especially in that end on uh, on the corporate side. How long have you been working in AR? Uh, so uh, since, God, long. So uh, 2018, uh, this all started. So yeah, when it started and the Go came out and it was very much kind of everything was gazed through uh, to kind of get any, everywhere. So we was pitching things like virtual tours, for instance, as an example. Um, So it was very much kind of um, lower interactivity, I would say, compared to how far it's come now in in a very, very short space of time. So would you say you think AR is moving in a positive direction? AR as well, yeah, has been moving in a very positive direction. So I think the the breakthrough for AR is is going to be uh, when it becomes more accessible through browser, um, which it, it kind of is, um, but that space is is dominated at the moment by uh, things like Eighth Wall and, and Zappa as a case of, uh, of hosting. I think um, uh, there's a company that's come along uh, called Tough Nut to Crack. So they're an Italian company. They've released a framework uh, that's free to use, uh, that can be used through Unity. And so... It's worth keeping an eye on something like that due to it being open source. Uh, obviously, there's, there's a lot of work that still needs to go into that platform to kind of, you know, get it properly recognised in markers and things like that. But it's really, really nice to see. I, I think the, the industry of, as a whole has grown exponentially uh, within kind of like the last three, three to five years, um, especially due to things like the upgrades in headsets has been massive. Um, and yeah. mobile devices has been huge so it's been it's been really really good and exciting to see do you think there's potentially any negative effects of ar growing the way it is um yes uh, and i i think the negative effects is is similar to kind of all digital where you can kind of interact less with each other um and so even though that, I mean, even though we're communicating now, uh, because obviously video calls and things like that, and the same thing very much happens within kind of like the VR games. I mean, there's there's a couple of games that I've, I've been obsessed with playing, especially over lockdown, um, because it actually gave me some interaction. But 
it's not quite the same, is it, as being in front of people? Do you see what I mean? So it's very probably different when you're sitting there in front of someone and you feel slightly more nervous. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it would be nice to kind of come around and, and maybe defeat that aspect of still giving the person that level of confidence in the multiplayer situation. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Do you think in the way that it's growing now, what do you think its potential limits are? Do you think it has any limit? There's a lot of people that are going to say no, uh, but yes, it does. Um, so from the AR side, you do need a smartphone, really. Uh, and the way that Google have been updating recently, uh, some of the older devices are obviously getting kind of shut off. So things are not working on, for instance, uh, Samsung 6 is not going to, you know, launch AR properly. And it's probably going to, and if it does, it's going to feel like your phone's on fire, really, if it's kind of launching it, you know. It used to feel like the phone was going to absolutely explode, uh, kind of when we was doing the, uh, the Samsung VR stuff and things like that, you know. So uh, the progressing technology really will see will be the limit, I think, mm-hmm. to how far it goes. So things like the development of the glasses, Facebook uh, with Ray-Ban, that's been huge. Um, having kind of a, a device that's lighter to wear, you know. Um, obviously makes it a little bit more accessible price again that has been a hold up and I think that that is the main hold up on the browser side at the moment so um, eighth wall can be very very expensive on the hosting um, it's, I would say it's shut off for smaller projects uh, and SMEs uh, at the moment uh, unless they've, they've got that kind of budget to spend which which would be a lot um, in some cases uh, you know, if you wanted to run a project for a year just on the host and it could cost you the same amount that it did to co- uh, create the project, um, you know, which is not, not great, you know. Um, and so price is definitely a barrier. And yeah, it just depends how far the tech comes and how fast it can move. I believe that on the VR side, the Pro, uh, the Quest Pro is due next year. I want to say next year. Um, I've seen some of the early releases. I'm not sure whether they're going to kind of push it through and do it. Apple are also due to release a new AR headset next year as well. So that, them going head-to-head with um, Facebook, mm-hmm. that's going to be a good bit of competition, yeah. I think. And so that's when we'll kind of see things advance further. Um, the Leap as well. So Magic Leap uh, have announced their new headset. The Leap 2 is, is kind of on its way that's probably more enterprise. Um, but again, that will help and aid the growth, especially at the enterprise level with things like, um, I was going to say property development mainly. So I, I see it kind of in that kind of area or especially in, in medicine and pharma. So do you think there's particular industries that will benefit more from AR than others? Um, yes. Uh, I think the the one that I think will benefit probably the most are things like first responders. And so uh, things like wayfinding, um, AR is, is an incredibly useful tool with that. Um, another that would see a huge amount of growth are things where it comes down to manufacturing of product. So things like product visualization for AR is huge. Um, so being, being able to kind of lay out the furniture in your room, for instance, yeah. uh, which IKEA have kind of adopted, um, is a is a fantastic tool for people. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but there were some fans actually uh, of Lego that produced um, 
an app that could read all the pieces that you threw on the floor uh, and then give you suggestions on your designs. Um, I don't think it's an AR app, but something like that extended into AR where it would actually kind of piece it together and just show you quickly, this is how it would look to your kind of little house that you could build out of the bricks that you've got on the floor would be great, like a great extension. Um, so I think you kind of touched on this, but do you think AR has become more popular and needed because of COVID? Yes, because I think it can um, it can encourage a paperless kind of society, especially when it comes to giving that information. So it can it can encourage that people have, for the most part, I would say, got the device. Um, even though a lot of times people don't really kind of realise that they're using AR, they actually are. Um, and so things like Facebook filters, for instance, and and stuff like that, they don't really kind of know that they're using it but they actually are they've been kind of using it for the last three years two three years yeah, especially any snapchat user so snapchat is very very high um it's they're out of their around about 200 million users a day 70 percent of those are um ar users um and so that's a big kind of niche to have i wish facebook would be a bit kind of more friendlier uh, let's say towards it their uh, kind of um search functions and things like that for ar isn't that great unless it's kind of in the, the bottom part of the menu when you first open that camera you're not going to find it unless someone really sends you a direct link um so i think snapchat have got that whole setup a little bit better i think they've adopted it a lot a lot better especially for their platform tiktok are, uh, are kind of coming along yeah um, it's difficult to get access to their platform uh, let me tell you that so you have to do it normally for a client and a big one um because they are kind of reluctant to just sort of hand it over mm -hmm. um but yes the growth with tiktok is is definitely coming as well especially when it gets utilized more by the influence on on the platform how do you think ar could potentially benefit specifically the workplace in the next say 50 years so how people work, culture in which people work. This could go kind of like a long way. With VR, it's definitely, I would see them on a training end. With AR, again, it would be a delivery of information that, that could help the workforce. Um, and so things like wellbeing, for instance, could be a, a big growth area um, within the workforce, especially kind of to do with your treatment of staff and things like that, even onboarding. So um, I'm not sure if you've seen it recently, but Buffer, um, I believe, produced a, a small onboarding AR experience. Uh, I'm not sh dead sure who it was for, so I'm not sure on the company, but they produced it and it was very much kind of like a welcome to the office um, walkthrough uh, Wayfinder. And it was great. It was a great kind of experience. You got to kind of see um, different animations and race tracks kind of laid out in different areas. And they've done a, a fantastic job of doing it. Um, and so I would say anything that's paper now, uh, it's kind of momentarily, or, or even on a video front. So for, as an example, when you join uh, some corporations, you will have to go through um, various health and safety videos, uh, which could be incorporated um, or extended upon uh, through AR. What I'm thinking is it's anything where we could change it and make it more interactive to uh, retain information for the user. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, it's any kind of thing like that that will help um, especially going forward uh, so it's it'd be a good way to get across things like your company values by having a, an AR experience for instance
TQ is a community of trusted experts who continuously test their skills and knowledge. The MyTQ app allows you to build your portable, irrefutable professional reputation. MyTQ users can assess their skills against the ever-growing traceable knowledge to reach expert level. You can continue as a co-creator on the MyTQ app and help others grow their skills and knowledge. Find out more on tq.com.